Hey, everyone. So this past week, I was able to um, join some of our pastors in the Southeast section uh, via Zoom, and we talked a little bit about digital trends and um, what that means for us. And so the first thing that we talked about was that online church is not going away. Online church is here to stay. Um, And so what does that mean for us? It means that we really need to figure out and redefine what a win is. Because we don't have a couple things. We don't have, number one, attendance. Uh, for a number of weeks, we were shut down because of quarantine. And even now, uh, when we're reopened, a lot of us have uh, capacity limits. And for those of us where capacity limits don't even um, affect us, we still don't have everyone that's fully coming back. Some people just don't feel comfortable coming back to church in person. And so we're still streaming. We're still offering online church. Um, So if we don't have that, what do we measure by? We know that we can't measure by uh, views because views on Facebook are not entirely accurate. This past Tuesday, sorry, a week ago Tuesday, for the celebration service, I was watching it live as we're streaming it, checking on my Facebook feed just to make sure everything was going well. And I could see that about 200 people were joining us in that moment, that afternoon. When I shut it down and I double-checked a few hours later, I'll show you on my screen, I saw that almost 3,000 people had viewed it, viewed it. And that's the thing is that Facebook measures a three-second view as a view. So if someone's just scrolling through their feed um, and they happen to see it and maybe stop and take a peek for a few seconds, they count that as a view. So I knew that not 3,000 people did not view that video. They didn't watch that two-hour service. 200 people I know watched it live and watched probably all two hours of it. So we know that uh, views are not really accurate. We know we can't measure by attendance. So what do we measure by? How do we redefine that win? And um, I've got someone that I follow I want to encourage you to follow. His name is Brady Shear, and he's been following digital trends, communication strategies, um, and sharing a ton of resource over the years. In this past year, a couple months ago, released this Uh, New Rules for Church Growth in a Post-Pandemic World. It's a 16-minute watch for you. I do encourage you to watch it and follow along on his YouTube channel. He's got so much great insight, so many great resources on uh, media and communications and church growth even. And what they talk about here is that what their church has done is since they can't measure necessarily by views or by attendance, um, they measure by whatever that next step is that they have defined Um, for the church, for those who are in person and those who are watching online. So for you, that might be, um, you know, the next step is baptism, getting someone to sign up for baptism. Or maybe it's the next step is engaging in a small group and getting, whether it's virtual or in person, um, you're getting people to engage and click on whatever that next step is. So it's a a video worth your watch, but we're going to have to redefine what that win is because we can't measure by attendance. And as he mentions, um, you can't really measure someone's devotion to Christ by attendance anyways. Um, So I think it's a good shift and a good change for us as we move forward and figure out what does it mean, what does a ministry win look look like for us moving forward. Uh, The second trend that uh, we talked about uh, this past week is that um, screen fatigue is a real thing. Zoom fatigue is a real thing. So what does that mean for us? Um, We know that Facebook even just last week released um, their quarter three results uh, and revenue reports, and 
their daily active users and monthly active users both declined by a couple million in the United States and Canada. And they predict that in the winter, in the quarter four here at the end of 2020, that that's going to go even further down because people are just tired. They're tired of being in Zoom meetings. They're tired of being on social media. Um, so what does that mean for us? Um, I think it means that we have to think analog in a digital world. And that can look different in a couple of ways. Um, it can be as simple as, you know, you might be more effective giving someone a call um, than, you know, getting them to engage with your Facebook post um, or maybe sending them a direct text message or even um, doing snail mail. I mean, people have been getting election bro- brochures for the last couple months telling them who to vote for, how cool would it be to get a letter, handwritten note, or some sort of cool flyer that lets people know that, hey, we care about you, we're thinking about you, and we're praying for you. Um, but thinking analog in a digital world. So how do you apply that um, to the digital world? How do you apply that mentality, that analog mentality digitally? Um, and a couple of things I just want to sh- point out is that you got to do, we have to do Facebook posts. It's like the necessary evil. Um, or Instagram posts, you have to have regular posts. Um, and I want to give you an example here of some posts that we've done um, here through the district. And uh, you'll notice something here as you're posting um, that the more people that you have in your shots, the better engagement you're going to have. When you have text or scripture verses or something that's promotional, um, your engagement is going to go down because that's how the algorithm works. And people just engage better with faces and with real people anyway. So as an example here, you can see Sam Johnson, 45 likes for us. Terrence Talley, 47 likes. Something with text, a promo, 13. And you just see this as we go down. There's John Velser, 68 likes. We all like him. Uh, Logan and Boy, 45. Uh, Gabby Velez, we got 59 likes. We go to another promotional thing with text, 19 likes. And here's the thing. Um... Posts are necessary because um, consistency on social media equals legitimacy. And just as we used to say that uh, the new front door of your church is your website, the same can be said for social media. And I just did this this past week, trying to get my snowblower repaired. I went online. I looked for websites that where I could see that they actually cared about their website. Some of them I went to their Facebook page and said, do they have current posts? People are doing that with our churches. So we know that Posts are necessary. Consistency equals legitimacy nowadays on social media and on our website. So everything that we do digitally, we got to do well. Um, But how do we apply that analog mentality to a digital world? Well, we can think differently by utilizing things like the stories. Stories are so key right now because um, they're made a lot of times in real time. And that's how Instagram used to be. It used to be Insta back in the day. Um, And that's what stories are because people can see Um, the latest things that are happening by following along in stories. So I've seen a lot of churches that have been really creative there. Um, But you can also think in terms of um, rather than them engaging with you, I know a lot of times we post, hey, what's your favorite worship song? Um, Or what have you been doing creatively? You know, what did you do creative during quarantine? But as our our, uh, screen time is going down and down and down, uh, people are getting tired the engagement has to shift where we're, we're less focused on people engaging with what we're posting and we're more engaging with what they're posting. So that's where you might either through your church feed or through your personal feed as a pastor be commenting on Facebook or on Instagram posts that people in your congregation or people that you know in your community are posting and or messaging them through those platforms, letting them know that they're praying for you, that you're praying for them. 
that you're thinking about them. But again, it's flipping that and thinking analog in a digital world. Um, the third trend that we talked about was a lot of churches are using this time to recalibrate, to refocus um, ministry and looking forward to 2021 and what are they going to do? What's going to be changed? Um, and that's where, I, what does that mean for us digitally is that I would encourage you to, um, as you're doing that, as you're recalibrating to really begin to develop a, a, a communication strategy as you move forward. So we know that digitally things changed so much in 2020. And as you look forward to 2021, the post pandemic world, what does it look like? Um, we really encourage you um, to take a deep dive into your communication strategy and have something that you know that how, what you're going to be doing online, uh, what you're going to be doing on social media, what your website looks like, um, how you're going to be posting sermon videos and, and streaming and looking at that and making that a huge part of your recalibration. A couple books that I recommend, um, I'll bring this up here, that I love when we talk about communications and communication strategies um, one is Less Chaos, Less Noise, Effective Communications for an Effective Church. Um, and this book is really a, a big, deep dive into communications, a communication strategy. Another one that I really like is called Rethink Communication, a playbook to clarify and communicate everything in your church. This one's a little bit lighter read, but still um, just as good. And it's these are two great resources, great books that I would encourage you or someone on your team that you've entrusted with communication uh, and our media to really jump into. And as you're looking forward and casting vision for what you're going to do when this is all over, that communications that is at the forefront. Um, and, uh, 2020 has really thrown some curveballs our way, but you guys have stepped up to the plate and hit a home run every time. So way to go, Minnesota. Uh, you're doing a great job and I hope you have a great rest of the week.